Entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12. Informative. You call people out no matter what they are, and you hold them accountable. That's the Mark K Show. The first hour of the Mark K Show starts now. So, <laughs> so uh, man, I'll tell you what, but what an exciting day. First of all, uh, Josh is back today. Prove it. And he, the first thing he said when he walks in, by the way, my headphones on, where to go? He walks in and he goes, so wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Mitch McConnell is bad now. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, I know. It's tough to it's tough to keep track of who's good and who's bad, especially with all these votes and vetoes and everything else going on. Uh, but yeah, there, Mitch McConnell, uh, he's back in the doghouse as far as Republicans go. Because well, you have to go back. You can go back if you missed it. And this doesn't just go for Josh, who was off yesterday. But if you missed it for any reason, we archive every single show. In fact, we have one of the most popular uh, podcasts archive. here in the room. Oh, I'm sorry. We archive the show. Yeah, Thank, I appreciate it. Thank you for reminding me to brand uh, myself at all opportunities. We archive every single show uh, on iTunes and Google Play. You can, you can subscribe to the podcast, and that way it automatically downloads to your phone or your listening device, and you can plug in your AirPods. You can just crank it on your Bluetooth speaker, whatever you want. And you can, if you, if you miss a show, if you're, if you're like, wait, what happened with Mitch McConnell? You can go back to tomorrow's show. And hear all about how he's in bed with uh, with Joe Biden, and also more importantly, why. Uh, the second thing is we also we're on we're on Twitch as uh, as we pointed out we're on YouTube and Facebook we're on Twitter. They got rid of Periscope, by the way. Periscope's debunked; it's gone. Uh, they just integrated it into Twitter, which makes a lot more sense anyway. So wherever you go, you can find past episodes, and you can watch, and you can listen, and you can learn, and you can be entertained. So, yeah, Josh, Josh rolls in and goes, uh, Mitch McConnell's bad now. All right, I'll, I'll make a mental note. And then I thought of this brilliant idea. You know what we need to do is we need to get, like, a huge, like, magnet board here in the studio yeah. with all the politicians. And one side will label good. <laughs> and the other side will label bad, and that way we can just move them around. We have to update it all the time, though. Yeah, well, that's exactly right. It's going to be constantly moving. Like, after a vote, we're going to be like, <laughs> all right, Rutherford voted against, against the veto. Okay, move him to the bad column. <laughs> okay, and then, but there'll be some people that are permanently... Like, we don't even need magnets for Nancy Pelosi. We know where she is. She's never going to be good. She's never going to be good. <laughs> uh, we know where, for example, like, you know, who's another good AOC. one? Oh, uh, my, my new, one. I'll tell you what, my new favorite is Matt Gates, And we've got some Matt Gates audio. Holy, the more the left hates Matt Gates, the more I tend to like him. But he's come up with some real, uh, he's come up with some really, really emphatic speeches in the last couple of days and taken some really interesting stands, um, which I think are going to, are go they bode well for the future of the Republican Party. And speaking of that, Rasmussen has a poll. Let me pull it up here. Uh, Rasmussen reports they did a poll yesterday. Really great news. Really. I mean, with all the negative news, with all the bad news, with all the people going, God, our Supreme Court just sucks. And God, the, the Congress just they're horrible and Republicans can't get it together. And why does everybody hate Donald Trump and they're stealing the election? And well, you know, all of that's true. But there is good news. That I want to focus on as well. And that is that uh, according to a new Rasmussen report, 72 percent of Republicans see Trump as the model for the party's future. And we touched on this a little bit yesterday. I said the best thing about the Trump legacy, whether he gets four more years now, whether he comes back in 2024, if they actually go through with the stolen election and Joe Biden gets inaugurated on the 20th, no matter what happens. The legacy that Donald Trump has created is that he's sown the seeds. Little tiny Trumps have been planted all over the United States here in Florida, in Texas, in North Carolina, all the way through the Midwest, in New York, in New Jersey, in California. You're starting to see all these little Trumps getting planted. And the best thing he did for the Republican Party and really for the country in general is break away from the old school establishment GOP. He broke. He did for the he did the GOP a service by going back to the old school ways and doing it in a way that is big and bold and blustery. And he's not polite and he's not the, the most couth person in the world, but he's a doer. He's an American. He loves this country and he does and says whatever he needs to do to make sure that America continues to remain great. And no matter what people call him, he doesn't care because he knows the truth. And that is something Republicans needed for a long, long time. You had courageous Republicans in the past. You had constitutional Republicans in the past. But they went to Washington and they got kind of wrapped up in the sludge and the swamp water and everything else. And they just started wanting to survive, to fit in.
You know, this is this is one of the big reasons we said now Mitch McConnell is embracing Joe Biden because he's afraid to continue to fight for what the voters, 75 million voters, more people voting for a Republican than any Republican in history. He decided to to turn his back on those people and just go back to his old ways and say, hey, this is how we do it in Washington. Whoever's in power, we suck up to them. We make sure that we can get things done by wheeling and dealing and conniving and and you scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. And uh, and Donald Trump kind of turned all that on its end. And luckily, there are people there are people that are showing up and they are saying, hey, we understand we are with you. We like that. We appreciate it. That's what America is all about. And we will continue to fight no matter what. And Matt Gates was at a, a Turning Point USA seminar over the weekend, whatever. And, and I have some audio from that that I want to play for you because it's still getting it's still getting a lot a lot of play um, these in in uh, you know today and, and into the new year when you talk about where the Republican Party goes now where do we go uh, you know if we maintain the Senate where do we go if we don't maintain the Senate you know where do we go when Donald Trump becomes president again where do we go if Donald Trump doesn't become president again those are the big questions and there are uh, there are some really easy answers which we'll get for you here in just a minute also the media man holy cow the media continues to just I mean, they don't even hide it anymore. And we, I, again, we didn't get to this yesterday because we had all these technical difficulties that really just annoyed me and frustrated me. And so I lost all track of, of uh, what I planned earlier. But the fact of the matter is the news media is in a major crisis because if Donald Trump goes away, there's basically not no news, but there is a major news deficit. The number of stories, the number of talking heads needed, the number of angry pundits that you will need to see, the number of uh, guests, the number of, of, of things that they'll be able to report on and actually get clicks on and, and clickbait you with is going to go down dramatically. It's going to be a drastic downturn in the amount of media consumption. And that's bad news for the mainstream media. That's horrible news for them. And there are there there is evidence already that they're not really sure what to do. They're not really sure how to handle it. And I believe the good news, if there is any, if Joe Biden does become president, if Kamala Harris becomes vice president for four years or however long he lives, if that happens, one of the good news, one of the good pieces of news or the, the silver lining on that dark, dark cloud is that you're going to see a media purge. There's not going to be a need for all of these idiots in the mainstream media. There's not going to be a need for all of these these uh, these news sites, all of these 24 hour news shows. They're going to have to. Really, do you remember Way back when everyone made fun of CNN because they were coming up with these bizarre conspiracies for that Malaysian air flight that disappeared. They said it got sucked into a black hole. Do you remember everyone was talking about how stupid that network was because all they did was talk about the plane crash for 24 hours a day, six, seven days a week? Do you remember that? That's because there was a news vacuum. There was an information vacuum. Donald Trump took that vacuum and I mean, he any he, he sucked up all that space. Anytime you turn on the news, it was Trump, Trump, Trump 24-7. And if he leaves, the news people are going to have – they're going to be hard-pressed to find quality product that anybody's going to want to – that anyone's going to want to uh, ingest. And that could actually be good news for the rest of us, too. We may actually see a twist. At, we, if you see the, uh, the news organizations and the news media hit rock bottom – you know then that there's only one way to go, and that's up. And like I said, that could be that could be positive for the rest of us. Also, we've got some mail time today. We've got we've got like a record amount of mail back here. We got a ton of packages um, that uh, I guess are left over from the weekend. So we'll do an extended mail time. We'll get to some of your phone calls because you guys are already calling eight five five seven six five one zero four five is our number. And if you want to leave an open open mic message, yeah, do that too. Do that, too. We only have three, and, like, only two of them are decent. So send us an open mic message in our mobile app. It's 104.5 WOKV in the App Store. Quick break. More of the Mark K Show coming up. Stay tuned. I'm not going back to yesterday's Republican Party. I'm not going back to losing politely with Mitt Romney. I'm not going back to the Bushes or the Cheneys. This is Donald Trump's party, and I am a Donald Trump Republican. That is uh, Florida Representative Matt Gates. Matt Gates is everywhere, by the way. Matt Gates, is he's a part of this new uh, documentary called The Swamp. He's at Turning Point USA. He's on the news all the time. He's always trending on Twitter. Uh, you know, the, the governor of New Jersey told him to stay, called him a putz, told him to stay out of his state. And I'm like, like what, what, kind of, what kind of threat is that? You better not come to New Jersey, Matt Gates.
okay, where else should I not go? Hell? I mean, it's like, it's like you're not welcome in New Jersey. Who really is? Well, I ask you, 855-765-1045. By the way, I'd like to point out, when the Jersey Shore was in its second season, where did they go? The Jersey Shore, no. They came to Florida. So take that, Governor of New Jersey. Even the people in New Jersey don't want to stay there anymore. They're all coming down here. The Jersey Shore, filmed in Miami. That's all you need to know about what it's like to live in New Jersey. 855-765-1045. This is Mike in Palatka. Mike, thank you so much for calling the Mark K Show. How you doing, Mike? What's on your mind? How you doing, Mark? I'm good, man. Been listening to your show since you come on 104.5. I just don't understand where the Republicans are today. I was a Democrat when Trump came out and announced he was going to run. Yeah. Woke my wife up and said, we're going to change the Republican and vote for Trump. He's going to win it. And now you're either a Republican or you're not. It's not when it's good for you. And then when it's not good for you, you, you know, side with the Democrats. Yeah. Uh, that, that's a great point. Listen, there's a lot going on um, in the Republican Party. In fact, we were talking about that with uh, the other Joshua because we we're trying to get he missed a day. And when you miss a day, you I mean, you miss so much information oh, yeah. on this show. Yeah. But listen, here's the deal. The Republicans right now, they're being ripped apart. And part of the reason they're being ripped apart is because of Donald Trump. Donald Trump, he believes firmly that he's still got avenues to become president. He is not giving up without a fight, just like Matt Gates, just like the rest of us, just like everybody who's going January 6th to Washington, D.C. to demand that Mike Pence not seat the electors and ratify this and certify that and read these names and yada, yada, yada. There are people out there that are going to get, like he said, I am not going to lose politely. There's no reason to. The Democrats never do. Nobody, nobody who ever lost and, and, and came back to win it in the end lost politely. That's not how we roll. We're Americans. We lose angrily and loudly. And then we come back and we fight even harder. So you've got that aspect going for you. But Donald Trump is trying to what he's trying to do on the way out the door is make it so that Republicans have to choose. He can't, You can't be one of these closet Republicans anymore or closet Democrats in uh, in uh, Republican clothing. Rhinos. They may you know, they, they very popularly refer to them as Republicans in name only. You can't be a moderate Republican anymore, not in Donald Trump's party. And he wants to make sure that should this be his swan song, should this be his exit, which he doesn't think it is. But if it, if it is, he wants to make sure that every Republican has the mask ripped off of their heads like the end of Scooby Doo. You know, like the end of Scooby-Doo, he's going to be Fred and he's going to go up to the creature and rip the head off. And everyone's going to go and Shaggy's going to go, oh, boy, Scoob, look at there. It's Mitch McConnell all this time. And you're going to see who the bad guys are and who the good guys are. And that's what's going on with a couple of things in Washington, D.C. First of all, the uh, the defense bill that Donald Trump vetoed and that yesterday in the House of Representatives, they overrode. They overrode the veto. And they did that with the help of a lot of Republicans. For example, John Rutherford, he overrode Donald Trump's veto on the bill, uh, on the defense spending bill, a ton of others. And you're starting to see where these people stand. Are they in Trump's party or are they playing politics in Washington, D.C.? The $2,000, that's another thing. Donald Trump throws that out there and says, I want $2,000 checks. And now he's starting to see where do you fit? Are you conservative? Are you fiscally responsible? Are you doing this? Are you doing that? That's a tricky one. Because I'll be honest with you, I think that, you know, the only way you should hand out more money is if you have a way to get more money coming back. And the only way you have more money coming back is if you open stuff back up. So then you've got then you've got Republicans who are like, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. We don't have trillions of dollars to spend. Not the way it's written, not with all the pork that's jammed into that bill as well. You cut out some of the pork. Maybe we can give Americans more money, but we can't do both. Donald Trump is pulling. He's basically pulling back the curtain and showing everybody how these bills work. And the reason he called for two thousand dollars, the reason that he didn't just sign that bill quietly and wait through the weekend was to show you all the spending, all the ridiculousness, all the pork that goes into these bills, showing you basically what the swamp is and how it works. And now the Democrats are going back and they're voting for two thousand dollars more and the Republicans have to come back. And some Republicans are they're just going to play politics. They're just going to buy your vote. They're just going to flush money down the toilet. Some Republicans are going to stand up and say, look, this is fiscally irresponsible. Republicans like Rand Paul, for example. 
and they're not going to vote for it. So it's really this is they call it chaos because, well, that's all they do in the media. But this is Donald Trump showing the rest of the world just how broken this system is and showing everybody just how bad Washington needs to be fixed and how these people that, that you're voting for, that you're putting in office, you don't even really know. You don't even really know half the time where they stand or what they're doing. And the more opportunities you give them, force them to show their true colors, the better it is for the Republican Party and all of America going forward. 855-765-1045 is our number, 855-765-1045. we got to take a quick break here in just a minute. If you want to send us an open mic message, uh, you can do that. Download our mobile app. Click on the open mic feature. Record whatever you want. Hit the button. It'll come here in the studio, and uh, and we will uh, get it on the air. Quick break. More of the Marque Show on the way. Stay tuned. No, listen, listen, here's the thing. Don't get me wrong. I am not a fan of just handing money to people. And I don't know if you thought that, then I apologize. I've obviously someone's been pretending to be me and telling you that I'm not a big fan of handing out money at all or wasteful government spending. You know what I am a big fan of is opening up the damn country so people can go and make their own money. You know, if you if people had jobs to go to and restaurants that were open and gyms that they could, you know, uh, the gyms that they could, you know, run as as business making uh, ventures, then sure, we wouldn't have to. This is the thing that people don't realize. You could give somebody six hundred dollars. You could give somebody two thousand dollars. But if you don't give them a job, they're just going to need more money down the road. Hannah yesterday said six hundred dollars. Well, that could be my mortgage payment. And I said, first of all, you need a bigger house. Second of all, uh, that's this month. What about next month? Where are you going to get the $600 from next month? Luckily, you have a job for now. But a lot of people don't and haven't had jobs, and it doesn't look like they're going to get a job. If you're President Trump and you're like, give the people $2,000 now, I get it. I get it. You're mad that the Republicans in the Senate are not standing up and fighting with you, except for Tommy from Alabama. I get it. And he's not even there yet. So here's the deal. If you are Republican, if you're Donald Trump and you want to wreak havoc with Republicans who you feel should be your allies but are asleep at the wheel, then you do something like say, let's give everyone $2,000. Also, I firmly believe that President Trump believes giving people $2,000 is a good idea. However, and this is my big problem with economic stimulus. If you don't have an economy, you can't stimulate it. If you don't have an economy, you can't stimulate it, right? It's like, it's like, you know, you're, if you don't have nipples, they're never going to get hard when it's cold. OK, you need to make sure that you have an open economy, businesses, restaurants, storefronts, gymnasiums, movie theaters. Everything has to be open because if you give somebody two thousand dollars and say, OK, stimulate the economy. And then they walk out on the street just to realize that everything's closed. There's no way to stimulate the economy. And that money goes where to the mortgage, to the car payment. That money goes to the credit card. That money does. That's not money that stimulates the economy. That's money that's already been spent. Paying back a loan is not economic stimulus. If you want to stimulate the economy, if you want to give everyone two thousand dollars, here's my deal: open up uh, California, open up New York, open up Michigan, open up Washington State. Say when all these governors open these states back up, then we will send them the money. Send the money to Florida. You know why? There's places to go spend it. If I got a $2,000 check from the government or even a $600 check from the government and they said stimulate the economy, I could go to restaurants, bars. I could go to the poker room. I could go to all these places that remain open and do so in a responsible fashion and do so without spreading COVID-19 to the entire world. And I could pump that money back into the economy because that's what economic stimulus is all about. It's stupid to try to stimulate an economy that is shut down. Open the country back up. 855-765-1045 is our number. 855-765-1045 is our number. All right, let's talk about Matt Gates. Let's talk about Donald Trump. Donald Trump, the Republican Party, he's the captain now. He's in charge. Who said so? Matt Gates. You heard him at, the, at Turning Point USA, man. He was he got a thunderous round of applause. He was a rock star on that stage saying that we are not going to be polite anymore. This is Trump's party. Back to yesterday's Republican Party. I'm not going back to losing politely with Mitt Romney. I'm not going back to the Bushes or the Cheneys. This is Donald Trump's party, and I am a Donald Trump Republican. I never 
understood the whole losing politely. I never understood that either. I'm not. I mean, ask anybody who knows me. I am not a polite loser. I'm not happy about it when it happens. And I will argue whether or not I lost till I mean, even before this election. Try my, you know, my kid got the office version of Clue for Christmas. I haven't won it yet, but I'll. I believe that I was unfairly treated every single time that we played. I believe that it was Dwight in the conference room with the Dundee Award. By the way, it's a great game if you happen to grow, come across a uh, come across it. It's a fantastic gift. But here's the deal: there is no there is no reason to lose politely, especially when the United States of America is on the line. And just and winning with humility, I never understood that either. If you're going to win, if you win an election, it's because of enthusiasm. If you win the presidency, it's because of enthusiasm. Well, unless, unless you're Joe Biden, in which case it's, there is no enthusiasm. There's just a whole lot of votes that were dumped in the middle of the night in crucial districts. But if you win any election, whether it's mayor, governor, senator, you typically do it by drumming up enthusiasm, more enthusiasm with the voters than your opponent. Why then, once you win, would you become humble and go back to fitting in or working with the other party? Why don't you continue to to funnel that enthusiasm into the system, into your agenda and say we were enthusiastic about all these things we wanted to get done and it won us the election. Now we're going to be even more enthusiastic because we're in a position to do something about it. But so many politicians go the other way. They go, OK, we won. Now we're going to work with our colleagues and reach across the aisle and we're going to try to try to, you know, uh, negotiate. That's not how it works. Nothing gets done. And we have 30 years of Joe Biden to prove that. And that's why on January 6th, Matt Gates and, and Mo Brooks and a bunch of others who are coming out of the woodwork are going to walk into the halls of the House of Representatives and say, we object to these electors on January 6th. I'm joining with the fighters in the Congress, and we are going to object to electors from states that didn't run clean elections. He's going to join with the fighters in the Congress. Now, unfortunately, that's but that's a real small group right now. That's maybe, what, four people, maybe three. We don't know anybody. We maybe we know one guy. We know one guy in the Senate, and he's not even in the Senate yet. But we know one guy in the Senate who said, hey, guys, I'll say I'll be the Senate vote that you need. And that's Tommy Tuberville from Alabama. I had a chance to speak with Coach Tuberville just moments ago, and he says we are done running plays from the establishment's losing playbook. It is time to stand and fight. Is it Tuberville or Tuberville? I always said Tuberville. Is it Tuberville? It doesn't matter. Coach T from uh, from uh, from uh, Auburn. Listen, first of all, I love that he always uses football analogies too. I imagined every time you talk to Coach uh, T Tupper Tuberville, I imagined that every time you talk to that guy, it's a football announcer. It's like, hey, how you doing today? He's like, well, it's fourth and long, but I'm doing okay. You know, <laughs> something like that. They're like, okay, great. I mean, that, but that's the kind of, you know, we need more of that. That's something simple. That's something you can understand. Football's a great analogy for politics, or at least the way politics should be. You know, Donald Trump's politics is if it's fourth down and you've got three yards, here's what you can do. You don't negotiate the three yards. You got to drive home. You got to get in there and, you know, hit that ground game hard. You got to push and push and push for every one of those yards. And sometimes you get there and sometimes you don't. But you never, you never punt. You never punt because that's just that's weakness. Uh, here he is talking about here he is talking about what's going to happen on January 6th and why, despite the media telling you, because this is the other thing that we need to really realize. And the, and if you ha I know a lot. Of, I know you listen. This is a lot of preaching to the choir. I get it. You know that the media is not in it for you. They're in it for them. You know that the media doesn't serve you. They serve themselves. You know that the media is out there to accuse you of being a threat to democracy because you believe that Joe Biden rigged this election. They're there to accuse you of being an enemy of, of, a, of the Constitution and saying that you are destroying America by supporting Donald Trump in his bid to overturn the election when really the, the election was overturned by the Democrats. They're going to try to convince you of that. And Matt Gates wants you to remember that the opposite is true. Democracy is left undefended if we accept the result of a stolen election without fighting with every bit of vigor we can muster. I mean, that to me, that sums it up. Listen to that one more time. Democracy is left undefended. Democracy is left undefended unless we fight this election with every ounce of energy and vigor that we can muster. Do you want to be the one that leaves democracy undefended? Do you want when you're there at the pearly gates 
And St. Peter's like, hey, uh, Mark, hey, uh, let me ask you this. In 2020, uh, did you defend democracy or did you leave it undefended? And I'm going to be like, uh, 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 could you be more specific? No, you're going to want to be like, yes, yes, by Jove, I or by St. Peter, I defended democracy with every ounce of energy and vigor that I could muster, just like Matt Gates told me to, just like Donald Trump told me to do. That's the real that's the real call to action there. Will you be defending the democracy that we that we love, this republic that we love, that has given us everything? Or will you just turn your head and say, well, they got away with it. Better luck next time. Uh uh-uh. uh. Uh you got to defend it. And then, man, then he took then he just destroyed the leadership. Went out. You think Matt Gates isn't the, a byproduct of Donald Trump? You don't think that there's little Donald Trump plants growing around the country here in Florida and in California and Texas and in Wisconsin, all over the place? There are. And what Matt Gates says next is proof positive that Trumpism is growing faster than ever, that this Donald Trump mentality is taking over the GOP and that it truly is Donald Trump's party. And I'll play you what he said here in just a minute. We got to take a quick break. 855-765-1045. Stay tuned. More of the Mark K Show coming up next. My name is Mark K, 855-765-1045. Real quick, before I play that Matt Gates audio and how he's just, I mean, he is just going after everybody, every politician in Washington, D.C. who's part of the swamp. And that includes the leadership, not just of the opposition parties, but of his own. Uh, we'll play that here in just a minute. First, though, Lisa in Nassau County uh, well, has been waiting very patiently. Hi, Lisa. How are you? What's going on? What do you want to say? Uh, I'm doing good. How are you doing? Oh, doing great. Thanks so much for asking. Uh, what's up, Lisa? Uh, well, you pretty much said everything I was thinking, but um, what I wanted to talk about is pretty much uh, based on Matt Gates, you know, a voice. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I'm hanging on to every hope that Trump will maintain presidency. Yeah. Um, but in the event he doesn't, who would be better to start a, you know, a news network, Trump news network? Because we need a bigger voice in the mainstream media because they have just hijacked a lot of the decisions of the American people. And I think that we're, our country is so confused that we're not even paying attention to what China's doing or, you know, our position in the world. And, uh, you know, I'm thankful for people like Matt Gates and you and other people, but we need even a bigger voice in a bigger way. Yeah. And well, uh, I don't know if Trump's planning on that, but I hope so. Lisa, listen, and we appreciate you calling, and thanks so much for that. And you're right about, listen, there, there's a couple places where, I mean, the reason that our democracy is in danger, the reason that the republic needs to be saved, the reason you need to stand up there and fight with all this vigor is because of the enemies that are trying to squash it. And number one, you're, you're right, is the news media. And there's no there's no one in the news media today that is of, I mean, of the size and stature of the mainstream news media outlets um, that is giving you the other picture, the other side that's fighting for the Constitution, for the democracy, for what our forefathers put out there as the dream of America. Uh, we do it here, but we're a very small scale. I mean, I know we're, we're on one radio station. We got like 10,000 people watching live every day. And uh, that's great. But when you look at the CNNs and the Fox Newses of the world and ABC, NBC, I mean, they they hit every corner of the globe. And then you throw in you throw in the BBC and NPR and all these other. I mean, every organization is coming at you with this leftist look at society and, of course, American government. And then you add in the social media networks. Forget about it. Every time we get out there and try to try to do something, we get we get we get, you know, censored. And so there needs to be a player in the media. I don't know if it's going to be Trump. It'd be great if it were. You know, he's definitely got the capacity. He's definitely got the knowledge, the know-how, the money, the backing, the popularity. And you want to, I mean, you want to kill Fox News? Yeah, you get Donald Trump in line with someone like Newsmax. I mean, Newsmax, I just read the Washington Post just did a huge story about Newsmax and how they have taken a huge bite out of Fox News. And if Fox News continues down the road they're going and Newsmax continues down the road they're going, then it won't be long until Fox News falls from glory and Newsmax is your new uh, fair and balanced leader in the news industry. And it doesn't mean that there's not room for more players. Social media, we need it there, too. And then, of course, you need it in government. You need to root out the leadership that has been there way too long, way too long. You need to bring in some new people who want to give the power back to the people. And Matt Gates is one of them. And in his Turning Point USA speech, Matt Gates attacked the leadership as well, just so everybody realizes where the, I mean, you know, the, what is it, the head rots or the, uh, the, 
the dead was it the carcass rots from the head down there's some saying that i'm i'm totally butchering but it's about the people in charge being the stinkiest anyway here's what he said our politicians are too often weak husks of humans they scurry around capitol hill just doing favors for lobbyists and special interests oftentimes they only look busy because they accept busy work from our milk toast so-called leadership yeah, look at that. Our milk toast, so-called leadership, weak husks of individuals. I mean, this is him attacking his fellow politicians and his party leaders, saying that you're milk toast, saying that you are weak, saying that you don't control the party. You don't have the people's interests in mind. You have the special interests in mind. And this is a guy who is rising through the ranks right now. You want to talk about somebody who's attacking the swamp at every uh, at every possible moment? He is the guy. They wrote they made a documentary that he's one of the stars of about attacking the swamp and cleaning it from the inside out. It's going to be on HBO. And that's one of the reasons why he's out there giving these speeches and saying we've got to fight for Donald Trump because Donald Trump is fighting for America. Here's what he says about the media. Our constitutional system reposes power in the people and the media resents the hell out of it. They no longer want to program the news. They want to program you, controlling what you see and what you hear so that they can manage how you behave. But controlling what you see and what you hear so they can manage how you behave. Controlling what you see and what you hear, which means controlling what you don't see and what you don't hear. And that is where the real control comes in. And that is why so many people are angry, because they don't hear the stuff that they want to hear and they need to hear to make a decision about who should be president. They don't hear anything about Joe Biden negative. They hear every negative thing you could possibly come up with about Donald Trump. That's the real power. 855-765-1045. Speaking of the media showing you things that they want and keeping you from hearing things they don't want you to hear. Jake Tapper did just that. We'll play that for you next on the Marque Show. I'm not going back to yesterday's Republican Party. I'm not going back to losing politely with Mitt Romney. I'm not going back to the Bushes or the Cheneys. This is Donald Trump's party, and I am a Donald Trump Republican. Florida Representative Matt Gates, this is Donald Trump's party. Ain't no party like a Donald Trump party because a Donald Trump party don't stop. Woo! Sorry, I got a little, little carried away. 855-765-1045 is our number. 855-765-1045 uh, is our number. Real quick, before I get into the Jake Tapper stuff, because Matt Gates said something really poignant. He said the media is out there not to inform you, but to control you. He said they don't program the news. They program your mind. Our constitutional system reposes power in the people and the media resents the hell out of it they no longer want to program the news they want to program you controlling what you see and what you hear so that they can manage how you behave and jake tapper and brian stelter from uh, cnn did just that the other day and made i mean they they went viral with this ridiculousness and uh, I want to share that with you here in just a minute because it proves they basically went on their own news network and and admitted that they censor people, that they will not give you both sides of the story. They basically Jake Tapper and they had a, a huge segment where they were patting each other on the back for censoring and only delivering you one side of the message. It was I mean, I knew that they I knew that was going on. I've seen the Project Veritas videos. I understood what was happening behind the scenes at CNN. But now for them to just get on the news and, and and say hey it's true we do it was just uh that was that was even um that was even surprising for me and we'll get to that here in just a minute like i said but first i want to get to chris who's in new jersey hi chris how are you thanks for calling the mark k show hey mark great show hey josh how are you hey listen i'm stuck up here in uh what really is a big open prison i would call it shawshank under philip duncan murphy oh yeah I just got back from florida under of course uh, yeah under uh the and listen mark my question to you is you know, what do we do up here in New Jersey? I keep hearing, you know, we got to fight, we got to fight. But, you know, when uh, Phil Murphy just keeps writing executive orders, you know, uh, more than he changes his underwear, uh, you know, I really, as a citizen, I don't know what to do. 
you know, the Lori Lightfoots, the Tom Wolf, the Gavin Newsoms of the world. Yeah. I'm stuck. I'm in prison, Mark. What do I do? Help me out here. I, I mean, you were just in Florida. I don't know why you went back. <laughs> you know, you should like that. <laughs> thing. You, I mean, it all comes yeah. down. It all comes down to leadership. And, and you do have the freedom and you do have the choice. And that's the beautiful. This is why the United States of America is such an amazing system. This is why it was set up in such a great way, because the founding fathers understood something. They understood that individual states work differently. Florida has different needs than New Jersey. New Jersey has much different needs than california california has different needs than maine and texas and ohio and north dakota and south dakota well they actually basically have the same needs they're like basically the same state uh but anyway but these states have different needs and people need to be able to control their own state you control your own destiny there in new jersey the people in california control their own destiny and if you if you can't vote this guy out or vote somebody in who's going to look after you, who's going to open up your state, who's going to, to you know breathe life into your economy, then you have the choice to leave. And there's a ton of places you could go. You could go to Texas. You could come here to Florida. Just leave your politics uh, behind. But, you know, and, and I know that it's a tough thing. But think about it this way. You know, the reason the United States of America exists anyway is because the pilgrims came here to, to uh, you know, get rid of or to um, they were fleeing religious persecution. They wanted to live freely and worship freely and do everything the way they wanted to do it. They didn't want a tyrannical person telling them what they could and could not do. That's why this country is here in the first place. And now if you live in a state that is doing get on your Mayflower. This time it's not a big boat. It's a big green truck that actually says Mayflower and go someplace else. Because the, the more you and look at this, New York State used to have what I think the single most number of electoral votes. Now they have the same that we do. And next time around with all of the people moving out, I guarantee that number is going to go down and down and down. New York is shrinking and it has it has nothing to do with. The weather, it has nothing to do with, you know, uh, the, the amount of space or the real estate. There's, it has nothing to do with any of that. It's all because of the leadership. It's all because of the liberal leadership that is destroying that state from the inside and pushing. It's pushing people out. And they're coming to Florida. They're going to Texas. Same thing with California. You know, these these blue centers that we saw, the people are leaving. The important thing is once you get here or, or once anybody gets here, they need to realize that what what caused them to leave in the first place is not what's going to make their new lives and their new states better. They're come to Florida and vote like Floridians do. Go to Texas, vote like Texans do. Because there's a reason you left your state in the first place. Hey, uh, good luck, Chris, by the way. We appreciate it. Eight five five seven six five one oh four five. All right, so let's talk about um talk about Jake Tapper. Jake Tapper, this is one of the this is one of the things I never understood about the news industry. But when <laughs> whenever there's like a lull in the news or you're between big stories or whatever, there's nobody out that wants to give you an interview th that newscasters will just start interviewing people from the same network. It happens on all of them. every single news network will do it. They need an interview. They need an expert. They grab somebody from a later time slot or from a weekend show. And they're like, my guest today is the person you're going to see in an hour with their own show. It's really bizarre and weird. And I never understood why. I think it's kind of self-serving and, and egomaniacal. But Brian Stelter. Speaking of self-serving and egomaniacal, he was on and he had Jake Tapper, Jake Tapper, one of the people at the forefront of CNN. He was on Brian Stelter's show and he they got to talking about people that get this. They just won't have on TV anymore. People that they refuse to interview. And here is what Jake Tapper said. Well, there are some people that are such um, they're just so mendacious. I just wouldn't put them on air. Um mm. Uh, Kaylee McEnany, I, I never booked her. Uh, Jason Miller from uh, the Trump campaign, I would never book him. I mean, these are just people who just, they just tell lies the way that, you know, most people breathe. Okay, the irony of that statement, by the way, I know is not lost on you, but Jig Tapper says, I wouldn't, I never booked Kaylee McEnany. The, Ma McEnany. She, he never booked Kaylee McEnany, the White House press secretary, the mouthpiece of the Oval Office. Every message that comes out of the White House comes from her and her and her staff. And he refuses to book her for anything. He's like, I'm not going to have her on my show. That's censorship. That's him out and out coming on CNN and saying, just so you know, we do not give you the other side's opinion. We believe they are mendacious, which is just a fancy word for liar. 
or, you know, or, or a dishonest, untrustworthy. We believe that they're lying, so we're not even going to let you. We're going to decide for you whether or not you should trust them, and you shouldn't. So I'm not going to have them on my show. Now, that's a lie in and of itself. The only reason that Jake Tapper won't have Kaylee McEnany on his show is because he knows she'll wipe the floor with him. He won't be able to, I mean, he won't, it will be such a viral clip. He will look like such a jackass that he, I mean, he avoids hard hitting interviews because he wants to look like the smartest person in the room. And if you put him in a room with Kaylee McEnany, he knows that he ain't. So then he goes on to talk about other people that he has had on that might surprise, uh, that might surprise his peers. I don't view uh, Kellyanne Conway the same way. She was the senior advisor to the president. Uh, she was more of a filibusterer. And a subject changer, I thought. Yeah, subject that, changer. That's right. That's what she would that, do. Yeah. That, that, than, a, than, a, than a liar. By the way, Brian Stelter, is, he's such a smarmy little doofus. Yeah, yeah, he's a subject changer. Yeah, that's what she is. And a subject changer, I thought. Yeah, subject that, changer. That, that's right. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. what she would that, do. Yeah. He's like, the, he's like uh, the guy from the Safe Touch commercials. Yeah, yeah, boss. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I got I to gotta, don't go to Safe Touch houses. Yeah, yeah. It's a subject changer. I mean, he's such a moron. And he's sitting there and she's they're saying, look, we had Kelly on Conway on because she didn't lie. She just tried to change the subject. So she was OK. But Kaylee McEnany, we're not going to have her on the air at all. This is what she does. She tells lies all the time. She can't acknowledge reality. So uh, I'm, not, I'm just not I'm just not going to put somebody like that on air. You're not going to put somebody like that on the air. Filibusterer. OK. Liar. Totally not OK, because there's a difference. You know, the funny thing is, there's a difference, too, between Jake Tapper and Brian Stelter and the other side of the aisle. In fact, there's several differences between the Democrats that they choose to interview and the Democrats they choose to exclude. And we'll get into that here in just a minute. First, we got to take a quick break. 855-765-1045. More of the Marque shows next. This is the Marque Show. My name is Marque. 855-765-1045. Hey, thanks for joining us today, folks. We appreciate it. 855 855- Seven six five one zero four five. All right, so so this is it. Cracks me up. Oh, sorry. Tinkerbell just wanted to say hello. It cracks me up how the uh, how the the news media now is just saying, look, we know that we are only giving you one side of the story. We know that we are stifling conservative voices, and we just don't get. We're going to admit it now on live TV. That's exactly what Jake Tapper did on Brian Stelter's show, which I think it's called. Like the Brian Stelter show. Here it is. Well, there are some people that are such, um, they're just so mendacious, I just wouldn't put them on air. Um, mm. uh, Kaylee McEnany, I, I never booked her. Yeah, I never booked Kaylee McEnany, the White House press secretary, which is basically like booking the president of the United States. If you can't get the president of the United States, you get the White House press secretary because she's the one that it speaks for the president. She controls the message coming out of the White House. And, and Jake Tapper doesn't want you to know the message coming out of the White House. So... He's not going to he's not going to book her at all. Kellyanne Conway, however, she's a horse of a different color. I don't view uh, Kellyanne Conway the same way. She was a senior advisor to the president. Uh, she was more of a filibusterer and a subject changer. I thought yeah, a subject that, changer. That's right. That's what she was that, that, yeah. that, that, than, a, than, a, than a liar. Yeah, she was more of a filibuster and a subject changer. So that was OK, because there's different there's different styles of Republican uh, I guess you could say a liar or there, there's different levels of mendaciousness. She didn't lie. She avoided telling the truth. So I would put her on the show. Also, I feel like Jake, look, Jake Tapper, here's the thing. Let's go through CNN for a minute because you may think that all CNN fake news journalists are just CNN fake news journalists, but they're not. They're very different. Just like Kellyanne Conway is different from uh, from Kaylee McEnany. Jake Tapper is different from Brian Stelter and Anderson Cooper. And it's important that you know what's behind these people and where they're where they're, you know, their efforts and their their agendas, you know, what they are, what they're trying to accomplish. Or more importantly, what they're trying to hide from you. For example, Jake Tapper, that guy is just an egomaniac. He's not necessarily a liar per se, but he just thinks that he's so much better than everyone else. And he thinks he's so much more intelligent than you or his guests or the people watching. Hence the use of words like she's so mendacious when he could just say, I don't trust her. I think she's lying. He just simply believes he knows everything. And anything he says and believes is the truth. And anyone who speaks otherwise is just lying. And that's the real reason he won't have her on the show. It's not, it's nothing to do with her, everything to do with him. Brian Stelter, he's not an egomaniac. He's desperate for attention. And if you saw the guy, you know why. He has nothing going for him whatsoever. He's small. He's oafish. He's dumpy. He's uneducated. 
I mean, he didn't attend this posh Ivy League school like everybody else at CNN. His counterparts, like like Tapper and Blitzer and, and Cuomo and Cooper, he is literally and figuratively standing in their shadows because he's short and also nowhere near as popular. This is what makes him uh, an angry, like what Buddy would call an angry elf. That's Brian Stelter. Uh, plus, he has one of the most annoying voices on television since Fran Drescher. That's why he attacks Donald Trump and the establishment and the people who are making a name for themselves. Anderson Cooper, he's, he's neither one of those. He's just an elitist snob. And you have to remember that that's different from an egomaniac. Egomaniacs look down on people who disagree with them. Elitist snobs look down on everybody who has less money than them. And with, in Anderson Cooper's case, that's a lot of people. The dude's a Vanderbilt. The dude has been has been rolling in dough since he was born. He went to the Dalton School. He went to Yale. He doesn't need CNN as much as they need him, and, and he knows that. And that's what makes him so pompous. That's why he'll say whatever it is he thinks is the truth, and he gets away with it. Because CNN wants him. The only reason he spends so much time uh, pretending to be a news broadcaster is because he wants people to forget that he was once host of The Mole. One of the worst reality TV shows ever. They canceled it halfway through its second season. That's how bad it was. But And when you look at Anderson Cooper, this society boy, this this Ivy League uh, newsman, he's basically just a failed reality TV host. That's one of the that's one of the big differences between these guys, just like Kellyanne Conway, just like Kaylee McEnany. They are all fake news media, but in a very different way and for very different reasons. 855-765-1045. Quick break. More of the Marque Show is on the way. Stay tuned. This is the Marque Show. My name is Marque. 855-765-1045. So we let Josh touch electrical equipment again, and he broke it. Much like last time with the HDMI cable. I didn't uh, break it. I know. This time, you can, you can blame me, because first time, shame on you. Second time, shame on me. I shouldn't have let you touch anything. Import what is that noise? Oh, no. Is that the very expensive camera? Oh, no. Josh... <laughs> anyway, uh, 855, let's take a couple phone calls here. 855-765-1045 is our number. This is Alan in Palm Coast. Alan, how are you? Thanks so much for calling the Mark K Show. Hey, Mark. Hi. You can't see me because Josh broke the camera, but thanks so much for thanks so much for watching. Anyway, what's going on, man? What do you want to say? Uh, I was just upset that you don't talk more positive about Trump being reelected because, you know, uh, any child if would look at what happened, they would know that he was cheated out of the, the nomination, you know? Yeah. And uh, I just wish there was more positivity talking about it because it's got to happen. Our country will be doomed. Yeah. No, I mean, look, I'll be honest with you. I feel like I tell, tell you that same thing, but I'm also telling you that it's not going to happen unless the Republicans start fighting. I mean, it's not, it's not Donald Trump's decision in and of itself. It takes you right. and it takes Matt Gates and it takes Republicans and we can sit here and pray and hope and all that. But you got to get up there and you got to call your you got to call John Rutherford and say, hey, you've done nothing for us ever. Please do this. You've got to call Marco Rubio and say, hey, if you even want to if you even you know want to call yourself senator in the next two years, then you've got to stand with Donald Trump now because we, the state of Florida, are standing uh, with him and you're not. You know, same thing with Rick's everybody, wherever you live, if you have a Republican senator and your state voted to send Donald Trump back to the White House, call them, email them, go to their houses and tell them that they need to work for you and not for them. So, I mean, yeah, I look, I try to speak positively about it, but I'm angry that there's not more people fighting on behalf of Donald Trump. I'm really ticked off at the Supreme Court, as you should be as well. So, you know, don't think that, you know, it's it's definitely something that needs to happen. But you need to also realize that unless the Republican Party, unless these leaders get on board, it's not going to happen. And they will steal the election. And that's really bad. Hey, uh, thanks. But, uh, you know, I try to keep it positive. 855-765-1045 is our number. This is Joe in Tennessee. Hey, Joe, how are you? Thanks so much for calling the Mark K Show. Hey, Mark, how are you? Oh, good. What's up, man? Good, good. Well, Mark, I was um, I own a small business in in Middle Tennessee, a small Uh pizzeria called Spooky's Pizza. And we were one of the only restaurants back in August when our first mask mandates came out that said no. You know, we, we refused to comply. And we were beaten and bashed. We were attacked by the cancel culture. I mean, they came at us from all over the country based on one simple Facebook post that I put out explaining why we chose not to wear masks. Yeah. Um, since that time, you know, we've been threatened. We've had all these things happen. And, of course, what I did, unlike what most people would do, 
I remain very public on, on our social media pages, which they say you should never mix politics and business. I'm sorry, but I disagree. But we also, for those that threatened us, hung a big American flag over our restaurant, as well as put a Trump sign in the window so we were real easy to find. Um, ironically, none of them came. You know, a lot of talk, you know, a lot of, lot of, a lot of mouth flapping, but no action. But basically, you know, you said something earlier that, that um, uh, you know, and this is honestly the first time that I've ever listened to your show. I was encouraged by somebody that said, you got to call. Oh. You have to call with your, your story. But when, I, when this all started, when Trump ran for president, I'll be perfectly honest. I, I couldn't have told you the difference between a Republican and a Democrat. I registered as an independent when I was 18. My family was not political. Yeah, well, I mean, most um, so people can't tell the difference between that. Republicans and Democrats anyway, and that's the problem. Yeah, yeah, I've learned that, certainly. Yeah. Um, but basically, um, you know, with with all that's going on, if not anything, and I'm, I'm keeping my fingers crossed, and, of course, you said it all day long, that, you know, everybody has to get out and do their part. We've yeah. all got to fight together for Trump to keep him in office. But if not anything, if not anything, what Trump has done, has, he's exposed to people like me that knew very little about politics, that really cared very little about politics, exposed the filth. And I'm not talking about just the Democrats, and I'm not talking about just the left, and I'm not talking about the wackos out there. I'm talking about the Republicans, too. You know, these are public servants, yeah. and they're public servants that are not serving the public. They're serving themselves. They're, they're, they're establishing their legacies. They're making backwood, you know, backroom deals with all their buddies and their pals, but they're not protecting us. And more importantly, they're not protecting the Constitution. No, that is 100 percent so, true, Joe. That is. By the way, is this yeah. you, Spooky's Pizza and Grill, so good it's scary? That's me. Started you, in an old haunted hotel in Wartrace, Tennessee, that had a fire, moved yeah. us over to Rutherford County. And you, see, and, uh, you, you sell know, a pizza called Hell Cheese is Over? We sell a pizza called Hell Cheese is Over. We, we've got the best pizza and the best food in Middle really, Tennessee and probably most parts of the country. Oh, man. Well, listen, I mean, I, I really, I want a hell, I want a large Hell Cheese is Over. Right? I mean, I'm, this is this is amazing. Listen to this. Uh, hell Cheese is Over, Spooky's Pizza Sauce, Beef, Bacon, American and Cheddar Cheese, Blended Mozzarella, Provolone, and Munster. Mm. That's that a, sounds so good. Isn't that great? Disease-stricken bacon chicken. <laughs> Disease-stricken? That's what it's called, the disease-stricken bacon chicken. Oh, my God. Hey, Joe, mm. thanks so much for calling. We really uh, we really do appreciate it. Now I'm hungry. See, this always happens. This always, always happens. Uh, this is, where do we go now? This is Jim in St. Augustine. Hey, Jim, how are you? I'm doing good, man. How are you doing today? Oh, doing great, Jim. What would you want to say, sir? Well, I, we need to get all these Congress people called and uh, called out. Uh, because of all of this H.R. 133, I actually downloaded the whole bill, yeah. the whole 5,000 and some other pages. Oh, you did? And I, uh, yeah, I did, and I read nearly every one of them. Wow. And it is so disturbing that there's $700 billion going to somebody else other than we the people. Yeah. And yeah. I, I, I want to know where Matt Gates stands on that. Well, I'll tell you what. Here's the thing. Matt Gates uh, voted against it. Uh, Matt Gates is going to continue to vote against it. Uh, a lot of other people will, too. Rand Paul, for example. And you're really going to start to see. In fact, uh, you know, Mike Lee did something that I thought was really interesting. And I know a lot of people don't they're not big fans. But Mike Lee, he voted against it. First of all, it was him, Rand Paul, Ted Cruz, Rick Scott, uh, Marsha Blackburn, I think. And, and another one. And, you know, a couple of them said this is a ridiculous amount of money to, to spend that we don't have. Rand Paul was that guy. Everyone else said, we don't have the time to read it. It's 5,500 pages, which if you look at a ream of paper, a ream of paper is 500 pages. So if you stack 11 reams of paper up, that's how many pages this thing is. And Mike Lee did a, uh, an Instagram video in front of his printer, and he was printing out this bill. He says, look, it took three minutes to print the first 100 pages of this 5,000-page bill, and we've got to vote for it in like three hours. There's no way I can even print out a copy of it. Before it's time to go vote on it. And for that reason, I'm voting no. Same thing with Rick Scott. Rick Scott said this is the kind of trash that happens in Washington, D.C. all the time. This is the kind of trash they pull on you. They make you vote on a bill before you even know what's in it. And I'm not standing for that. Six Republican senators voted against it. Only six. And that should tell you something that tells you that the rest of them just went along with it blindly because they were trying to buy your vote. They went along with it blindly because they're like, well, people need money or else I'm going to get voted out. Uh, uh. 
That's not the way it works anymore. Unless you open up your state, unless you make sure that the economy is 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 strong and that people have jobs again and they can go to Spooky's Pizza and get a disease-stricken bacon chicken or a, or a, or a hell cheese is over. Unless that happens, then you're not going to get reelected. And people like Rick Scott know that. People like Rand Paul know that. Reopen the United States of America. That's all people want. They don't want 600 bucks. They want to go back to work and make two, three, four times that every single month for the rest of their lives. 855-765-1045. Hey, thanks for the call. We really appreciate it. Quick break. We had some mail time we got to get to here in just a minute. Had a ton of people write us a ton of stuff over the break. We're going to try to get to all of it here in just a second. So stay tuned. The Mark Hay Show continues right after this. This is the Markay Show. My name is Markay, 855-765-1045. All right, we have a, l- a very little time and a lot of packages to get through for mail time today. We already went through some of the Christmas cards, so uh, here we go. We, this is You guys are so generous, and we pin the address, by the way, if you ever want to send us anything. Uh, we try try to take some time every Tuesday to open it, and like I said, we have a little, very little time left, so. You already know what time it is. It's the Mark K Show mail time. Now wait no further. It's your host, Mark K. Here I am. Wait no further. I've only been talking for an hour and 45 minutes. But here I am, your host, Mark K. All right. Our first box. Bo- oh, it opened in the bottom. <gasps> Look, we almost. I had to almost- make sure it wasn't a. Oh, did you open it? wasn't this? anything too good This for is you. from Amanda Ward. Somebody opened the bottom no, of it already. it was not me, by the way. Amanda. All right. So I'm- that saves me. I don't have to use my knife, which is kind of a bummer because I enjoy using my knife. Oh, look what it is. It is confetti. It is a there's no card or anything. It's just a roll of uh, Cuomo toilet paper. Look at this. It's just... Which Cuomo? Andrew Cuomo. Oh. It's Andrew Cuomo. Chris Cuomo's not famous enough to be on toilet paper. And it's on toilet paper, so if you're in the pooper, you can just wipe your butt with the governor of New York. How great is that? We're going to have to... If we ever get our own private bathroom, we're going to... Look at this. This is fantastic. I love this. I love, hey, thank you so much. That is so sweet of you. Thank you. Uh, thank you all so much. All right. Next up, this is from the Little Reindeer Shop. The Little Reindeer Shop. I'm going to use my knife for this one. I didn't know they sold. I wonder if they sell big reindeer. Probably not. Because it's. Oh, look. And inside is another envelope. It's like one of those uh, Russian nesting dolls that Hunter Biden. Oh, look. Oh, wow. Whoa. Check this out. What is it? Is that a chopping block? This. No. Look at this. This is a wood carving. Look at this. With the logo and all of our like faces on it. That what? is so cool. They like they like burned it into the wood. or Look at this. There's me, and there's you, and there's Hannah, and there's the eagle that's on the show, <laughs> which is fantastic. I love that's, wow. that's his name. Little Re- Wow, how about that? Little Reindeer Shop in uh, Sherborne, New York. Thank you so much. There's no card or anything, so. Can I see it? But yeah, you can see it. Just don't break it or anything. Break it. All right, bro- thank you. That is great. We're going to. If we've, That's the picture. Isn't that right, great? Yeah, it's me, me mugging the camera. Yeah, yeah. All right, this next one is from, it just says, Gay from Upstate New York. Gay from Upstate New York to uh, straight in Jacksonville, Florida. It looks like it's a T-shirt. There's a card that says, Mr. President, please pardon this man. Mark, help, please pardon. I don't know who this is. Somebody, Abraham Bolden, and it appears to be probably a T-shirt. That goes, it's purple. Look at this. Purple's my color. What does this say? Purple and orange. What does that say? It says, tune in to Health with Hayes. Oh, tune in. It's a promo for somebody's show. Is it, did he mean to say tune in to Radio with K's? Tune in to Health with Hayes. I don't know, but like, hey, you sent me a t-shirt, so you get a free promo. Thank <laughs> you, you so much for Radio <laughs> Free Hayes or whatever. Free Radio Hayes. All right, and then finally we have from, uh, I don't know where this is from either, but it's to us. Wait, it's not. Oh, yeah, it's from James Piper. James Piper to the Mark oh. K Show. Let's see what we got here. This is great. This is nice. I like little square boxes. Nice and uh, easy, yeah. Yeah, really. There's a card. When you're in a time crunch. Or what? When you're in a time crunch, yeah, a yeah. square box is easy, yeah. Hey, Mark and gang, I appreciate all that you guys do and offer us Catriots. I called in one day for the real or fake news and ended up winning a T-shirt. By the way, did we ever mail those out? Mail which T-shirt? The T-shirts from like the last six weeks. That long list that I compiled no, no. in a nice email? We probably should do that I, today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or, so, okay, you're right. We're going to do that today. We'll do that after the show. Oh, wait, there's more to the letter. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Each year, okay, this year, okay, here we go. I have been making party mix for over 20 years. Is that like Chex Mix? We do it every year on the day after Thanksgiving. This year, I made 48 gallons. Oh, my God. What? <laughs> like Hunch Punch? She made 48, is <laughs> what it says. 48. Okay. 48 gallons of party mix. I'm going to hooch. Each year, it's different. People say this year's batch is spicy. 
I'm considering selling this. Let me know what you think. And then it, look, guess what's in here? Is it a gallon? It is. Oh, it's like it's oh, a it's, the it's vacuum like, sealed bag. Oh, they vacuum sealed it like that. Gotta Let's, have my knowledge. Watch this. Ready? It's gonna pop open with. That was very anticlimactic. <laughs> Look, it's a little party bowl. Do you want some party mix, Hannah? I'm okay, thank you. All right, I have 48 see. more gallons of it. Oh, look at Does this. Does it smell good? It smells spicy. There's little peas. Oh. Mmm. Mmm, this is not ASMR. <laughs> I'm not enjoying it. <laughs> Let it happen, Hannah. Hold on. Okay. I'm not getting any spice. Try, um, is there like one of the like little things that look, look like cereal? Try that part. The Chex Mix. Oh, the the Chex Mix. I'll the be honest with you. I'm not really getting much of any flavor at all. Uh oh. Maybe it was the vacuum seal. What does that mean? You, you can't taste? Can you smell? Oh, yeah. Maybe I just have the vid. That could uh, be it. Don't look at me when you say that. You probably got the Rona. Thank you very much for the party mix. We have a 48. <laughs> Josh has moved away from me. I'm well well within a well. I can't smell anything. I can't taste anything. What's wrong with me? Oh, no. Now I got the spice. Oh, you got it? Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, that's cool. spice. That was very. Thank give you. Give me a hug. Well, we, appreciate, we appreciate it. Thank you guys for all the mail time goodies. We posted the address there. Uh, we got to go listen, but we'll be back tomorrow with a uh, with an all-new Whatever You Want Wednesday. Wednesday. So if there's something yep. you want to talk about, tomorrow's the day. If you want to leave us an open mic message, you can do so right now, and we'll uh, we'll start planning. Although we don't really plan on Wednesdays. That's the whole point of right. you calling in and, and doing all the work. Uh, stay tuned. Traffic, weather, news, Rush Limbaugh. It's all next on 104.5 WOKV. WOKV, Jacksonville's News and Talk. Live team coverage starts now. It is 11.59. I'm Jeremy Ratliff. And I'm Gina Gondek. And our top national story this hour, the fate of a defense spending still in the air. The House voted with a two-thirds majority to override the president's veto. Now this is all up to the Senate. What you've got here is a bill. It's called the National Defense Authorization Act. It authorizes spending on overseas military operations, weapons, pay, and more. The president has tweeted, quote, weak and tired Republican, quote, leadership will allow the bad defense.